Hello, welcome to the Cowboy Show, hosted by Ben Carey and Nick Gronerad, combining expert human opinions with cutting-edge simulation models to help you arrive at the best picks each week in South Edge Community 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to today's stream. It is Sunday. Hope everyone is having an excellent, excellent Sunday morning. Uh, apologies for the stream kicking off about 15 minutes late. Uh, I slept in a little bit. Um, it was up late last night. Uh, there was some weird shit going on outside. And uh, my dog was having some problems going to the bathroom before we went to bed. Uh, so had to take care of that. Uh, but we we're good to go. Um, Excited for today's MLB slate. Uh, we had an excellent day uh, on the stream yesterday, especially chat. Chat, you guys did a great job yesterday. Uh, but it was a it was a seven and three day overall, uh, including three big plus money plays. Uh, so that was a it was a nice little bankroll boost uh, on the on the stream account. Feels good. Uh, so again, hope everyone's having a good day. Uh, good morning, KW. Good morning, Pick Six. Good morning, Stymius. What up, Chet? Uh, good morning, Medicaid, Jay Hall, uh, TJ Mixer, yeah, Padres, Phillies, first five over yesterday, never a doubt. I I was confident the whole time. Uh, three hits total through four innings, no runs on the board. I was like, okay, yep, we're still going to hit. Uh, and thankfully, Blake Snell came through for us um, by, by breaking Bryce Harper's hand or whatever and uh, getting in his own head. And we hit our over. Although, hope Bryce Harper's okay. Never never like to see anybody get hurt. Jokes aside. Uh, what is up, Lord? Thank you for the six-month Tier 1 subscription. Appreciate that. Uh, enjoy the new green Capwise sub badge. Uh, also, you say you go to the Yankees game. They've never lost while you're there. Well, there's a first time for everything. It's a, it's a good thing that you weren't at the game yesterday. Uh, I guess I guess maybe it still would have been cool to see a winner here. Actually, that's a that's a good question for the uh, for the chat. Would you guys rather if you're if you're at a game for your home team, would you rather see your team win, or would you rather see the other team throw a no hitter? What what is the preferred outcome of the game? There, I I kind of feel like I'd rather see the no hitter. It'd be cool to be a part of history. Like always, want to see your team win, but I I think I think I'd take the no hitter there as long as it's not like the playoffs or a high stakes game for for seeding or anything. Uh, but that's an interesting question. I'm actually really interested to see what uh, what people have to say about that. Uh, let's see who else we got. Uh, what is up, baseball doc? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, what's up, scrunch? Uh, what is up, Cam? What is the intro song? Uh, yeah, Jeremiah's got it. Uh, what's up? Good morning. Uh, all right. Yeah, I think, well, so, <laughs> Lord, Lord, the one actually going to the game today says would rather see the win. Uh, Richie would rather see his team win as well. I, I, I think I'd rather see the no-hitter. I'd rather see my team get no-hit. I can't lie. As long as, long as it's like a, a low-stakes game again. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to have to put that one up on Twitter later. Or Ben, if you're here. Like go go tweet it out, but nobody else, nobody else steal my thunder. That's gonna be my 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 one tweet that I make this week. Uh, all right, uh, let's go ahead and hop in to some baseball. So we got one game starting up pretty soon uh, in probably like 
10-15 minutes. Uh, that is the Mets and Marlins game. I honestly have not looked at that game one bit. I, I have no idea what I like in that game. Um, so so there's that. Uh, if anybody does have any, any thoughts, opinions, picks in that game, you can let us know in the chat. Uh, I am curious what people are on, if anything, in that one, but I have not looked at it for a second. Uh, so we've got four, we've got five, five categories uh, of games that we're going to go through today. Uh, you can see those categories on the left-hand side of the screen. Uh, for each of the first four categories, we've picked out a game that fits into that category. It's four games that are interesting for four different reasons. Not necessarily uh, my favorite bets of the day, not necessarily chat's favorite bets of the day. Uh, just some of the more interesting games uh, that we've got on the slate today. Um, for each of these games, I will have a lean in that game. Again, this is a lean, not necessarily something I'll have money on. If I am going to have money on it, I will for sure let you know. Uh, and chat, you guys will have the ability to vote in a poll uh, to see what you like in that game. Uh, my leans and the chat leans will all be tracked over on a Betstamp account. Uh, that we have set up for this stream. Uh, so every lean, more than 400 of them at this point, dating back to May 4th, uh, is tracked over on the capwise underscore stream bet stamp account. You can check that out uh, in the link that's in the description down in the, in the chat. I, I started saying that like I was like narrating a YouTube video. You can check it out in the link down in the description below. Yeah, no, uh, it's, in the, it's in the Twitch chat. Uh, so that's for the first four categories. Uh, the last category of the day is the walk-off. Uh, this is my actual favorite bet of the day. Uh, and chat for the walk-off. As always, uh, you guys can type out your favorite plays in the chat when it is that time. Uh, I'll take five of them, put them in a poll, and we'll see what chat's favorite play of the day is. Smacked yesterday, by the way. That Braves home team run line against the Dodgers at like plus 130. That was brilliant. Excellent job yesterday on that chat. Uh, all right. So let's uh, go ahead and hop straight in to category number one. Broom boys. The way you swept me off the field. You know you could have been a broom. So category number one is broom boys, where we're taking a look at a team that has the opportunity to finish off a series sweep. Uh, and the team that we're looking at today is the Boston Red Sox, uh, also the hottest team in the league, currently on a six-game winning streak. Uh, so they are taking on the Cleveland Guardians after knocking off Shane Bieber yesterday. Uh, so we got Rich Hill, old man, on the mound for the Sox. Uh, we've got Aaron Savali on the mound for the Guardians. Uh, money line's pretty even. Uh, Red Sox, very, very slight favorite at minus 115. Guardians sitting at minus 105. I'm sure, depending on the book, uh, you could probably get both of them for better than minus 110. Uh, over under, uh, sitting at a pretty high number of nine and a half. Uh, so poll is up. Be sure to go vote. Uh, and let's see. So I think I think the most interesting thing in this game, kind of in the, in the same way that it was uh, yesterday when we talked about this game uh, with uh, Winkowski and Bieber in the field streakers category, is is the pitching matchup. So Rich Hill, as I'm sure everybody knows, uh, is old. He's very old. And he's uh, he's a little up and down. He's he's not great. Uh, he had a couple of really excellent starts earlier on in the year. But he actually hasn't been terrible. 
He gave up six runs once in a game against Baltimore. Actually hasn't given up more than four earned runs in a start, aside from that. Uh, and only given up exactly four twice. So we're seeing a lot of, like, twos and threes in terms of earned runs against Rich Hill. And I think that the underlying underlying metrics kind of back that up as as being where Hill is going to be. He's going to... He's going to go out, he's going to throw five or six innings, he's going to go out, and he's going to give up three runs. Uh, the Guardians are going to get some hits, they're an excellent contact team. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's Rich Hill in a nutshell. Uh, I Am The Liquor said, on the road, I think he blows, right? Uh, no, it's actually the opposite, at least this year. Oh, and and actually in, in years past as well. So this year, he's got a 6-4-9 ERA at home, uh, compared to a 2-6-7 ERA on the road. Uh, this is his his first year in Boston, at least, I mean, in the last decade, it's his first year in Boston. So a little bit harder to make, uh, make sense out of his home and road splits in previous years. But in the last couple of years, um, it was, it was pretty much the same. I mean, he was a little bit worse at home last year. Oh, and, and the year before actually. So yeah. So who knows? Uh, maybe it's a Fenway thing. Maybe it's, uh, just random noise, but he has been much better. Uh, he has been much better on the road over the last couple of years. And that's where he's at today. Uh, Aaron Savali uh, on the mound for Cleveland. I I don't really know what to make of Aaron Savali. He, I think Aaron Savali is a good pitcher. Uh, he was a guy that I liked a lot last year. Uh, this year, he started out the year terribly. Uh, he got hurt, came back up, uh, made one start on June 21st, that was his first start back off the injured list, and he had an excellent outing. He went five innings against Minnesota, gave up two runs, struck out seven batters. Uh, he was pitching well in the minors in his rehab stint as well. So I, I think Savali's going to perform better than his seven ERA indicates. I think uh, I think a lot of people are going to look at Savali, see the seven ERA, and be like, oh, give me the Red Sox or give me the over. Um, so what am I going to take here? Uh, this is a game I definitely don't want to have any actual money on. Uh, I think feels a little gross, but I'm going to take the under in this game at nine and a half. Uh, again, I think Rich Hill is not great, but he's he's a guy who's going to go out. He's going to eat up a couple innings. He's going to give up two, three, maybe four runs. Uh, and I think that Savali is is going to overperform his, where his ERA is at. I think I think Savali can go out there and and give up two, three runs as well. And and if we're sitting at four, five, six runs heading into the heading into seventh inning, I think we're chilling. Uh, I think this over has I, I don't I don't know exactly what the line movement has been. I would guess that this number has been bet up a little bit, just people seeing Savali's ERA and saying, oh, we're gonna take an over because this guy's gonna get destroyed. Uh, so I think that the under is is the value spot. So locking in the under, 9.5 for me. And I will say, uh, if I were to be picking a side, I would be on the Red Sox. Uh, so under 9.5 for myself. Uh, and let's see what chat likes. Uh, so excellent turnout on this poll. Thank you, guys. Uh, we had nine votes on the Red Sox, four votes on the Guardians, four votes on the over, and one soul, one singular person, uh, is with me on the under. Uh, so going to lock in the Red Sox. Money line at minus 115 for the chat. The under for myself. Uh, I got to go click these buttons over on BetStamp. Uh, best price for the Sox, by the way, is minus 108 uh, over on WinBet. 
Oh, just kidding. No, it's not. That has moved since I opened up Betstamp. Uh, it's minus 111 now. Uh, and you can get the under at minus 110 in a bunch of spots. And yeah, under gang, let's go. Gonna root for uh, gonna root for no runs in this one. All right. Uh, I think my camera's a little too bright. That's better. That's much better. Uh, all right. Johnny, were you the other person who bet on the under or who voted for the under? My one, my one friend. First sip of coffee in the morning hits differently. All right. Uh, let's hop in to category number two. Batting practice. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4-0 ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. All right. So category number two is batting practice. Uh, Sick Money, talking about that last game, said, so no turkeys being tossed uh, in that game. We might see some turkeys still, but this game, uh, I think I think has a lot of turkey potential. Uh, so category number two is the batting practice category where we're looking at a game with a pretty rough pitching matchup and a high total. Uh, so we've got the Toronto Blue Jays uh, with Jose Barrios on the mound and the Milwaukee Brewers with the ultimate turkey tosser, the OG turkey tosser, Chichi Gonzalez on the mound. Uh, George asked Nick, do I fix my hair before stream? Uh, no. I, I, I woke up. I have not showered yet this morning because I'm going to work out after the stream. Uh, but no, I, I, I just woke up like this. Which, which could be good. It could be bad. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not super. Maybe, it, maybe I probably should actually put a little bit more effort into the way that I look on stream. I don't know if this is a, like, wow, Nick, your hair looks great. In which case, thank you. Or if it's a, gotta, gotta put some more effort into that. Uh, but yeah, I, I just woke up. Did not do anything with my hair. This is what it looked like from yesterday. Uh, so... Uh, pitching matchup here. We've got Jose Barrios and Chichi Gonzalez. Uh, so Chichi is is the ultimate OG turkey tosser. Uh, he he's made three starts this year across two different organizations uh, and has has been bad. He he's went three innings, four innings, four innings, given up a bunch of hits, given up exactly three earned runs uh, in each of his starts. Uh, so I'm just going to tell you straight off the bat. Also, poll is up, by the way. Be sure to go vote. Uh, right off the bat, I, I'm going to be on the Blue Jays' first five team total over. Just going to bet on them getting to Chi-Chi. I don't want to deal with Barrios on the mound. I don't want to deal with bullpens. Just give me good bats against Chi-Chi. That's what I want here. Uh, but going to keep talking about the game. Uh, so Barrios. I think, I think Jose Barrios is right up there in the list of most disappointing pitchers that we've seen all season. Uh, there's a couple guys who, like, say, say Trevor Rogers, rookie pitchers who, who are underperforming, or rookie pitchers from last year who were great uh, underperforming this year. Him, uh, a guy like Ian Anderson, has been another really disappointing pitcher for me this season. Uh, but Jose Barrios, I, I would rank right up there as well. He was so good for so many years. Uh, in Minnesota was great 
coming over to Toronto at the trade deadline last year. Uh, but this year, it just it's every single start. It, it just there's something off with him. I don't know what it is, uh, but it but it seems like Berrios is very consistently giving up runs as well. Uh, he's got a five ERA this year, uh, which is more than a full run higher than it's been at any point since his rookie year back in 2016. Uh, his his whip is the highest it's ever been again since his rookie year. Just giving up a lot of hard contact, and he's really struggling with home runs. He's given up 15 dingers in 14 starts uh so yeah so Berrios is uh is not pitching well that being said I I I still this is I think a mental block that I have to get over myself uh I have a hard time betting against Berrios just because I do know that there's a talented pitcher in there somewhere uh so that's another reason why I'm just gonna take the fade Chi Chi train I feel quite confident that the Blue Jays are gonna put up some runs against Chi Chi uh, so that's what I'm going to lock in for myself. Uh, so that's actually a good discussion here. Uh, who would be the ultimate pairing with Chi-Chi for a Thanksgiving uh, dinner turkey-tossed game? That's, a, that's an excellent question. Yeah, Mike Miner has got to be up there. Jared Koenig has got to be up there. Uh, Dallas Keuchel, uh, who is pitching today, and who we're going to be talking about in the next game. Spoiler alert. Uh, huge turkey tosser this year. Those are those are all some excellent options. Who uh, I'm I'm curious if anybody else has uh, has any thoughts. I think I'm a, I think Dcat's Giolito comment was in response to the disappointing pitchers, and not the the turkey toss. But yeah, Keuchel, <laughs> Edwin Jackson has Edwin Jackson pitched in the major leagues in the last couple of years. Edwin Edwin Jackson like that's a that that was a solid pitcher. He's a he's a guy that that you never like wanted to be on the bump in uh in a big situation but if he was your number five starter like that's that's solid he'll he's a guy who'll go out and eat a ton of innings and not get destroyed and edwin jackson is a good dude to have on your team he also threw a no-no at one point so that's pretty cool uh so chat poll results are in in that Brewers and Blue Jays game, uh, and it is the over. So we had 14 votes on the over, three votes on the Blue Jays, one vote on the Brewers, and nobody, not even Johnny, who was the only person on the under uh, in the last one, uh, had the balls to vote for the under here. And I, I understand why. I, I don't know how you could possibly bet an under with Chi-Chi on the mound. Actually, I do know how you can get the under. Maybe the under is a sneaky play, because Chi-Chi's going to go like three innings and get clobbered, and then maybe the maybe the Brewers bullpen comes in and, and pitches well. Wasn't it a no-no with like six walks? I think it might have been even more than six. I think he walked eight batters in in that game. Somebody fact check that. I think he threw like 130 pitches or something. It was insane. So I feel like uh, I feel like it'd be cool to have an Edwin Jackson jersey collection, because he played for for like twelve different teams or something. Hundred forty nine pitches and eight walks. What a what a fucking stat line. <laughs> Imagine that happening today. I mean, and that wasn't even that long ago. I'm I'm saying this like like baseball is so different now, but that was definitely in the era of of monitored pitch counts and. 
and and quick uh, a, a a short leash, shall we say, on the pitcher. 149 pitches and eight walks and a hit by pitch. In a no no. That's that's insane. So locked in the under for chat. Uh, let me get the line on this first five team total. It's two and a half minus one forty. I, I I haven't checked the DraftKings price. It's minus one forty on Pinnacle, which is what I can lock in on uh, on BetStamp. It's probably probably like minus one one thirty ish on DraftKings. Uh, but I, I I think getting a two and a half anywhere up to minus one fifty for the Jays here feels feels like an excellent value. Uh, so, bam! Almost accidentally uh, typed out the over here, the under. All right, minus one thirty on DK. Yeah, DK is typically ten cents better than the pinnacle line, but it's just not something that BetStamp has in their in their line seed yet. So I can't I can't track it there. Uh, all right. Let's hop in now to category number three. All I do is wind. And they stay there. And they stay there. And they stay there. Wind. So category number three uh, is all I do is wind. Uh, we're looking at a game with potentially heavy wind implications. Uh, and the game that we're looking at for this category today is the game between the Baltimore Orioles and the Chicago White Sox. Uh, so the White Sox are at home here. Uh, there's an 11-mile-an-hour wind blowing out in Chicago uh, at at Guaranteed Rate Field. That's what it's called, right? The shittiest stadium name in all of sports. Um, wind, wind doesn't quite affect the ball as much as it does at Wrigley. Uh, but still, 11 miles an hour, blowing out, nothing to scoff at. It's uh, it's a warm day, 78 miles an hour, or not 78 miles an hour, 78 uh, degrees Fahrenheit. That would be something. What if uh, what if it was 11 degrees with a 78 mile an hour wind? Probably important to to make sure that I'm saying those two correctly. That would be something. Uh, so in this game, uh, the White Sox with Dylan Cease on the mound, uh, sitting at minus 210 on the money line. Total sitting at nine. Poll is up. Be sure to go vote. Uh, so I think the the first thing that I want to look at here is the guy on the mound for the Orioles, Jordan Lyles. So Jordan Lyles uh, is a guy that over his career has really struggled with home runs. Uh, a part of that is is just because he pitched in cores for a couple of years and he had bad home run numbers in in those seasons. But even last year. In Texas, uh, he gave up 38 home runs in 180 innings last year. I, I think that that might have been the most in all of Major League Baseball. So with the wind blowing out uh, against a White Sox team that can potentially put uh, some big bats in the lineup. Uh, we don't have the lineups out yet for Chicago, so it is a little bit hard to tell exactly who they have. Um, but that is a, a bit of a worrying proposition. Uh, Dylan Cease on the other hand, uh, is, is a guy who doesn't really have a home run problem at all. Uh, he's only given up five of them this year. Uh, and Dylan Cease, I'm sure, as everybody knows, has been absolutely phenomenal 
this season. Uh, he's pitched 74 innings across 14 starts, so not always going super deep just because he throws so many pitches because he strikes out so many hitters. He struck out 108 batters in his 74 innings. So for me, uh, high level, hard to trust Jordan Lyles. I think that the wind is going to have a much bigger negative impact on him than it is on Cease. Uh, what's interesting is the White Sox are actually looking to avoid a sweep here. Uh, the Orioles are kind of sneakily on on a four-game winning streak, including a 4-0, a 4-1, and a 6-2 win uh, against the White Sox in, in the first three games of this four-game series. So from a, from a bit of a mental perspective, I think there's an interesting question. Are the White Sox going to come out motivated to not get swept at home by the Orioles, or are they just bad right now? And I kind of think it's it's a little bit of both. Uh, I, I don't think that the White Sox are playing all that well right now, uh, especially with the bats. Uh, Tim Anderson might be back today. They've started, uh, I forget what his name is, rookie that they called up at uh, at short. The last couple of days is Lennon something. I remember I was looking at his name, and I was like, his name was Lennon, L-E-N-Y-N, as his first name. I was like, is he named after Vladimir Lennon? Because that's kind of weird. I forget what his last name is, though. Uh, but he hasn't been good, uh, and and the White Sox lineup has just been a little bit uh, a little bit bad in general. I'm with Scratch. I think I think that the Sox have been bad. Uh, so what I'm gonna do here? Yeah. So Lennon Sosa, thank you. Uh, I'm gonna take a play that feels really really ugly. I feel like crabs here. Uh, I'm gonna take the under in this game. I trust Dylan Cease to go out and pitch a good game. Uh, so I don't think the Orioles are going to score a whole lot of runs. And and the Sox bats have just been so cold that even though it's Jordan Lyles on the mound on the other side, I don't think that they're going to I don't think that they're going to destroy him. Uh, and then we've got two good bullpens as well. So I think I think that this is a this is a sneaky kind of nice underspot. So that's what I'm going to lock in for myself. It feels gross. It feels absolutely disgusting. But I, I think that the under is the way to go here. I, I just, I can't, I can't bet the Orioles against Cease. I can't bet the Sox run line with how bad they've been. I don't want the over at nine with Cease on the mound. So I'm taking the under. I was thinking about like maybe a White Sox first five team total. But they burned me yesterday. I bet on them yesterday, and they they got nothing, jack shit, zero runs. Or or maybe they scored one, but still, and it was like on on a play with two errors they scored, or two errors in an inning, they scored. So, yeah, can't trust them. Uh, I'm gonna take the under here at nine. Locking that in for myself. Uh, and for chat. Poll results are in. Uh, we have nine votes on the White Sox run lines. That is what it's going to be for chat. Uh, three votes on the over, two votes on the Orioles run line, and one soul with me again on the under. Uh, and I think it was Budman this time. So the under gang, let's go. Let's go under gang. So bam, got the under lock in for myself. Uh, got the White Sox run line 
popped in for chat. Uh, Jordan says, good nerfy spot. It it could be a bit of a sneaky nerfy spot, uh, especially if Anderson is not starting. I I don't want to bet a nerfy. We, ha we have like a whole category that we made the video for and everything uh, for nerfies, but there's just, I, I think that there's never any. Any value spots that I want to bet. Uh, but yeah, potentially here, good value on on a nerfy. Again, especially if the if the top three in the White Sox lineup looks uh, looks pretty bad. All right. Let's see what we got. Uh, Marty says, "What is Cease's K's at?" Eight, yeah, eight hundred and five strikeouts. I think that's the one. Yeah, no, eight and a half. Uh, what is the juice on that? Let's see. Where is he? Yeah, so you can. I think depending on the book, uh, Best Stamp has really actually they they within the last couple of weeks expanded the the prop market a lot, so you can shop around props on there. Uh, so you can get an eight and a half. Uh, at like plus 110, you can get an 8 at minus 105 on an offshore, uh, and you can get a 7.5 minus 140 at Bet Rivers. Uh, what's up, Javon? So it's Shane McClanahan, Alt K's over 36.5. I mean, we were, I don't know if you were here, but we were actually just talking about, uh, talking about Edwin Jackson's no hitter where he threw 149 pitches, walked eight guys. I uh, I think if you gave McClanahan 149 pitches and the game just happened to stay tied and they went into extras, he honestly could hit 36 and a half Ks against the Pirates today. I mean, so it's 27 through nine innings, uh, and then and then you need another 10. So we're looking at a 13-inning ballgame. I, I think he could do it. I, I, see, I see no problem with that. Javon, I am curious. What is... Uh, <laughs> what is your play today? He was he was on the Rays when he did that, right? I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that was that was when he was on the Rays. That must have been a uh, a stressful game. We 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 were talking about like who would you match up against Chichi Gonzalez in the ultimate turkey tosser matchup? Somebody said Edwin Jackson, and then we uh we kind of segued into the no hitter. Oh, it was against the Rays. Even better, even better. All right. Uh, it is, as Jeremiah said, uh, Gwen time. So let's hop into category number four. The banana split. So category number four is banana split, uh, where we're taking a look at a pitcher with some interesting platoon splits and and really this there's nothing nothing super crazy about this one uh it was it was partially an excuse to get people hyped up for the banana split uh, and partially an excuse to talk about the dodgers and braves game uh so the guy that we're looking at splits wise today is is tony gonsolin who's been one of the if i mean yeah probably not the best pitcher in baseball this year but but right up there sitting at nine and oh now through 13 starts uh, 158 ERA, 0.82 whip. 
but Gonsolin has been, uh, relatively speaking, not so great on the road. Uh, his home ERA this year is below 1. He has a .81 ERA at home, .75 whip at home. Uh, on the road, 2.31 ERA, absolute scrub. Uh, and that's where he's at today, uh, in Atlanta, taking on Spencer Strider and the Atlanta Braves. Uh, so money lines in this game, we're looking at like a minus 115 for the Dodgers, minus 105 for the Braves, over, under, sitting at 8.5. Uh, the poll is up. Be sure to get your votes in. And also, uh, 831 Joe, first time chat, uh, says, I don't even want to try with the White Sox again. I'm, I'm with you. Fuck betting on the White Sox and also fuck betting on the Orioles. That's like a, it's like a double whammy of teams that I don't want my money anywhere near. And yeah, Javon has Edwin Jackson PTSD. Yes, he does. I, I mean, I, I think that like the fan bases of half of the teams in baseball have Edwin Jackson PTSD. Uh, all right. So in this game, uh, talked about Gonsolin, talked about Strider. Um, this is just going to be a damn good baseball game. So my, my thoughts here. So Gonsolin is on the road. Where he, where he struggles to a 2-3-1 ERA. Uh, I think that Spencer Strider, though, is is a guy that I want to bet against here. He had he had a really rough outing last time against San Francisco. Uh, his, his numbers on the season look pretty good. But he's been, uh, I, I think, I, I, th I think he's being a little bit overvalued since his move to the starting rotation. And this this has nothing to do with him facing the Dodgers today. Uh, but I think in the starting rotation, Strider has been a little a little iffy. He's had some good starts, don't get me wrong. Uh, but against some really, really bad teams. Uh, so in his first start, he went four innings against Arizona, gave up three earned runs, uh, five runs overall. Uh, but that's against Arizona. He faced the Rockies in course, which is a, which is a tough outing. He went four innings... Uh, only gave up one run, only gave up two hits, but he walked five batters. So really, really pitching around the contact. Uh, and that's and it's the Rockies. Had a good start against Pittsburgh. Uh, this is pre-O'Neill Cruz, Pittsburgh. Uh, had a good start against the Nationals, but that's the Nationals, and then got beat up by the one good offense he faced in the Giants. So I like Strider. Strider has good stuff. He's going to be an excellent pitcher. Uh, but I think that this is a spot where... Where he he shouldn't be even money against the Dodgers, so I'm gonna take the Dodgers money line uh, in this game at minus minus one fifteen, and and that's that. I, I, and also Gonsolin is is gonna be good. He's gonna be solid. I think that he the most runs that Gonsolin has given up, the most earned runs in a start this year, is two. And I think that the, Bra the the Dodgers bats are definitely good for two against Strider. So give me the Dodgers. Uh, and it looks like chat agrees. Uh, not, not a consensus play, not a strong play. Uh, eight votes on the Dodgers, six votes on the Braves, three votes on the under, and one vote on the over. Uh, so it is the, the one and probably only consensus play today. Uh... Boom. Oh, I never put the game info up. Bam. Dodgers money line minus 115 for me. 
Dodgers money line minus 115 for the chat. Uh, best price for the Dodgers uh, is minus 109 over on Circa. All right, it is time for category number five, the walk-off. Uh, so what I need from you guys, as always, is your favorite plays on today's MLB slate. It can be a money line. It can be a run line. It can be a game total. It can be a team total. First five-inning bet. First one-inning bet, a.k.a. a nerfy or a yerfy. It could be a player prop. It could be whatever. Uh, what I need is the bet, and I need the price. Is it a minus 115? Is it a minus 300? Is it a plus 4,000 three-player to hit a home run parlay? Uh, whatever it is, uh, let me know what you're on in the chat. The walk-off. The 1-1 pitch. A swing and a drive to deep right. Away back. Go! And let's see what we got. Uh, so from uh, Jeremiah, we got... Also, why did you change your name? I'm curious. Not that it has to have like a deep meaning. I mean, you changed it from your nickname to just like your name. Do do you want also? Do you want me to call you Jeremiah, or should I keep calling you B Germ? Uh, we got the the D backs team total over four and a half at minus one fifteen, and then instantly coming in back to back. Uh, with the fades of each other. Budman on the Cards and Cubs under. And don't hurt me. Just got hurt by Budman. Because uh, he likes the over in that game. Uh, so I'm not going to put either of those in the poll. Uh, just because I don't want to put both in. And I don't want to like pick and choose one. Uh, Minnesota with the uh, with the DCL. Kurt Suzuki is Kurt Suzuki to hit a home run. At plus 600. That is... That is a play. That is definitely a play. That's a bet that you can make. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'll put it in the poll. Uh, so we got Suzuki. Home run. Plus 600. Uh, yeah, and, and we can we can quote a Caesar's price. Plus 700. Uh, Parker likes the Mets... Marlins over. Uh, I think that game already started, or was supposed to have already started. Yeah, it's in the it's in the bottom of the first, so I can't throw that one in there. Uh, don't hurt me with it with an alt. New play. Uh, Mariners money line at plus one twenty. Uh, Parker likes the. Oh yeah, that was the. Oh yeah, Richie. That was one that I missed. Uh, the Reds and Giants over seven and a half. At minus 115, and I need one more. Uh, Joe just came in a couple minutes ago, followed the stream, dropped a first comment. Uh, so we can take the race. Uh, first five minus 0 0.5 uh, at minus 130 against the O'Neill Cruiseless Pittsburgh Pirates. All right. Uh, some of the other players, you have the Red Sox money line. Uh, ben is on McClanahan. Got a Nats Rangers over. I like it. I like it. All right. 
So be sure to go vote on the poll. Apologies if your play did not make it in. Uh, so I like where uh, where Jay Hall's mind is at with that Nats and Rangers over. I'm not going to take the just the straight up over there. I have a first five team total that I like, uh, and it's the Rangers. So we're going with the Texas Rangers. First five team total over two and a half uh, at minus 124. Uh, so they're taking on Jackson Tetro, starting for the Nats today. Uh, and Tetro has been pretty bad. He's made two starts in his major league career, coming up as a 26-year-old. Um, and, and really a guy not even appearing on like top 30 prospect lists for the Nationals. Or if he is, he's like at the right at the bottom or in the honorable mention section. Uh, he's made two starts. Uh, he started against Atlanta, went four innings, two strikeouts, gave up nine hits, allowed three homers, uh, and seven earned runs overall. Uh, and against Philadelphia, he went seven innings, only gave up six hits, uh, didn't give up any earned runs, didn't give up three unearned runs. But again, he only struck out two batters. In, in the seven innings that he pitched. Uh, and I think I think that Texas, the Rangers, their skill set is really going to play up uh, against Tetro today. Uh, so the Rangers are, I believe, uh, a team that, that has some relatively high struggles in the K department. They strike out a lot, uh, and it can kind of limit the, the big power that they have in that lineup. So against a guy that just doesn't have that kind of that kind of stuff, I think I think it's a, it's a good day for the Rangers bats to make a lot of contact, hit some balls hard, uh, and score some runs today. So I like the Rangers first five team total over two and a half uh, minus one twenty four over on Pinnacle, which means that Tigers on uh, on on DraftKings. I said Tigers. So I was reading the Tigers comment. Uh, I think that uh, I think that it's probably more like minus one ten, minus one fifteen. All right. So chat uh, likes the raise today. That raise first five run line. Uh, so let me go get that locked in. I, I think that's a that's a pretty solid play. I mean, McClanahan on the mound. I think the issue for the Rays, uh, it, honestly, it's just going to be scoring against Ronsi Contreras. McClanahan is going to go out. He's going to have a great game. Uh, looks like a relatively weak lineup for uh, the Pirates. Again, like I said earlier, no O'Neill Cruz for them. Uh, Sawinski is, is starting. I think he got the day off yesterday, or at least didn't start. Wait, no, he did Never mind. Ignore that. Um, but yeah, no O'Neill Cruz, who who has been a monster this year. So McClanahan's gonna have a great game. Uh, it's just a question of of how will the Rays perform against uh, against Ronsi Contreras. So you know, actually, you know what's interesting about this game? Uh, I was just looking looking at stuff before the stream started. Uh, I have I have yet to see this. So I've been on my uh, I've been on my first five team total kick for uh, for a while pirates first five team total is at half a run 
minus 175. How crazy is that? Half a run. First five team total. Never, never thought I'd see it. That's insane. Uh, but it is going to be that raise uh, first five minus a half. Locked it in over on BetStamp. Uh, let me get it up on the graphic. And so full poll results. Uh, we had seven votes on that raise first five run line. Three votes on the Mariners at plus 120, uh, who won as uh, as a plus money underdog yesterday. Also, shout out to whoever uh, whoever said that in the chat. I forget who it was. Uh, Suzuki got two votes. I'm curious who the other person who voted for Suzuki is. Uh, two votes on the over in that uh, Reds and Giants game. And B-Germ did not vote for his own D-backs team total. That got zero votes. Love it when that happens. Uh, all right. So uh, that wraps up the uh, regularly scheduled portion of the stream. I'm happy to sit and chat for a little bit. If anybody uh, if anybody has anything you want to talk about, we had a nice little discussion yesterday at the end of the stream. Oh, Ben, that's actually super smart. Play the Pirates over half a run team total first five and the raise minus half a run so i mean so what do you need so you need you're basically counting on like exactly exactly one run from the pirates and like two or three from the race so you win that at like two one three one three two i mean but you're not you're like it's you're probably not going to get a three two because the whole game total is at six an interesting thought though um <laughs> it's i feel like nick went from no first fives to only first fives yeah i mean so I, i've said this before but i i really i had a, a rough couple weeks in baseball well it was like a rough week really um just not seeing the board well like okay gotta simplify the process gotta look at one pitcher against one lineup and and the natural way to do that is is first five team totals it's just how many runs is this lineup going to score against this pitcher? Not worrying about bullpens, not worrying about the other side. And and I feel like like simplifying things like that uh, really helped me out. So I'm kind of just sticking with it. Um, yeah, big first five guy now. Top four current MLB players. Oh, God. Uh get to that in a second uh any props look good today i i have not looked at the prop market yet uh, if anybody does have anything in uh let us know <sighs> top four current mlb players all right i i have to put Mike Trout in there. I'm gonna I'm gonna do batters and pitchers. I don't I don't really like comparing hitters and pitchers with each other. So I think Mike Trout has to be 
on the list. I mean, he's Mike Trout. Dude's a beast. Um, yeah, Alejandro Kirk over Mike Trout, 100%. I mean, I, I, I just assumed that this was aside from Alejandro Kirk. Oh, man, who else goes in there? Um, yeah, does, so here, so does Aaron Judge go in there? I mean, he's leading the league in home runs. This is tough. Yeah, I think I think Aaron Judge goes in there. Shohei Otani, Otani, does he go in there? Uh, I mean, if so, if we're just talking as a batter, I mean, so Otani, I, I think as a as a two way player, is the best player in the league. If we're talking about just as a bat, I don't know. So I I want Trout. I want I want Judge. I feel like I feel like I'm being uh I feel like if if I don't say Goldschmidt, people are gonna get mad. But I don't I don't think I'm gonna say Paul Goldschmidt. Uh I want instead of instead of Goldschmidt, give me a, give me Raphael Devers. Uh, I, I just think, uh, I mean, Gold, Goldschmidt, probably the better overall bat, but I think Devers provides some additional defensive value playing not at first base. I mean, I know Aaron Judge is, doesn't really provide much on defense either, but... Um, so yeah, and you know, you know I'll, take, I'll take Otani, because... It, it's going to look bad when this gets clipped and put on social media, and I don't say Otani. So we're going to take uh, we're going to take Otani, Trout, Judge, Devers, and this is on the spot. I hadn't hadn't thought about this ahead of time. Yeah, Dane Dunning. I think that's an excellent answer. And yeah, McClanahan is on fire. That is that is for sure. So just league leaders in. Uh, so okay, so here, so Ben, I have a a little bit of an issue with Shane McClanahan. <laughs> it's Devers' story, Martinez and Bogarts, exactly. Red Sox all the way. Uh, so my issue with Shane McClanahan. Oh, I guess I guess he's kind of fixed this. It was was gonna be just the lack of innings that he goes, but he's he's been consistently going like six innings. There's a, there's, it's like an interesting balance, right? With uh, with pitchers, how valuable is it to eat up additional innings and maybe pitch a little bit worse in those innings versus a guy like McClanahan or a guy like Dylan Cease who's going to go out and pitch like five, six dominant innings and strike out a fuck ton of batters. Yeah, so I don't I don't want to say that it's like a McClanahan is bad in any way, uh, but there's there's definitely pitchers who just like if you're looking at how many runs they've given up, their numbers are going to look worse just because they go more innings. But again, I, I McClanahan has has really ramped it up in his last 
last half of the season. Yeah, Cash also doesn't let Shane go that long. Yeah, I mean, he. How many pitches does he throw, on average? Yeah, he's in. He's in like the nineties pretty consistently. Yeah, it's it's just uh, it's just a uh, what happens when you strike out that many batters, like it just takes a lot of pitches to strike people out. says Verlander for best pitcher. Yeah, I mean Verlander Verlander's got to be up there, which is crazy. Uh le league leader in uh in wins above replacement as a pitcher this year is uh actually still Kevin Gosman. Top 5 in uh in FanGraphs war. Gosman, Max Fried, Aaron Nola, Sandy Alcantara, Zach Wheeler. I think uh, I think arguing like who's the best pitcher is is going to be very controversial. Garrett Cole, yeah, I mean on on his day, that's for damn sure. And also, I think uh, Garrett Cole's uh, season long numbers look a little bit worse just because of the one really shitty start he had in Detroit, where it was like windy and raining a little bit and he walked a bunch of dudes and went like two innings yeah it, it, it's right quality starts is rare i mean a quality start i also think is a kind of stupid stat it's very uh arbitrary cherry picky like you could you could go six innings and give up three runs and that's a quality start you could go five no-hit innings and strike out 15 batters. And that's not a quality start. So I think I think quality start is a kind of stupid stat if we're if we're trying to measure how good a pitcher is. Not that not that I'm saying again that McLaren is bad at all. Uh Wavy says a few hitters that you expect to crack one today. Uh, again, I haven't looked at the prop market. I can just go to the player prop dashboard and sort by home runs. Mike Trout looks like actually just a lot of uh, a lot of Angels players in general look like good uh, good guys to knock one out today. Wind blowing out in LA. Good right-handed bats against Marco Gonzalez, who's averaging a. A home run allowed per start. Could be some value there. And yeah, Minnesota, I'm sure you're on the fade Marco Gonzalez train with your uh, with your Kurt Suzuki home run prop that you liked. I also I also think that the Rangers are another good team to target. If you're looking for home runs today. When is DeGrom coming back? I don't know. Hopefully when he's healthy. That's that's the answer that I want. I want DeGrom to come back when DeGrom is actually ready to come back. I don't want I don't want DeGrom to come back and 
have a bunch of starts where he throws like three innings because they're handling him with baby gloves and he's still not 100%, but they kind of want him to be starting. No, like take, I, I want DeGrom to take the time that he needs to get fully healthy. Because a fully healthy DeGrom is, is like the, the best thing for, for the Mets and for baseball. You think he is healthy? I mean, I I don't know. I think I think as as sports fans in general, we we tend to vastly overestimate just like how healthy people are. And and there's like there's like a mental aspect to it too. And I mean, I'm sure Ben, you're aware of this with uh with Jamal Murray. Gotta, gotta, gotta be, uh, gotta be there physically and mentally. That's a, that's a story for another day. Uh, Carpenter says, "Want your reaction on this? Tony Gonsal has the ninth best career ERA among all MLB pitchers since 1920, with a minimum of 220, 210 innings pitched. Uh, I'm, I, that sounds extremely cherry picked." Because Gonsolin has pitched 210.2 innings. I'd, I'd be interested in seeing what it looks like compared to other other pitchers with a similar number of innings. Because, I mean, if you're, if you're comparing to guys who have, who have pitched until they were 40, like, they're just going to naturally be worse down the stretch. And yeah, it's a, it's a bunch of relievers that are there, and that's just like a completely different skill set. Uh, Matt, first time chat, welcome to the stream. Thoughts on Yankees first five run line? This is it's that's a sketchy game, sketchy, sketchy, sketchy game. Uh, with the Yankees coming off getting no hit yesterday, it's it's always. Uh, I, I feel like a team a team will always bounce back one of two ways. Either either they're gonna really struggle again, or they're gonna come back and just absolutely obliterate the other team the next time out. Uh, and and with this being the Yankees and with Urquidy on the mound, I do I do think that the Yankees are gonna have a pretty good game today. I I don't I don't know about a first drive run line. I really I haven't dived dove dived into this game uh, a whole lot but I, I just I will say I do think that the Yankees are going to have a, I think the Yankees bats are going to have a good day take that as you will also Nestor is uh, a bit up and down right now giving up four runs in two of his last three starts not the, uh, not the unhittable Nestor that we had seen yeah, Yan Yankees could totally win fifteen to four. I wouldn't be surprised. I hope I, you know what. I hope they win exactly fifteen to four now, so we can come back and say uh, somebody in our Twitch chat had the exact correct score at fifteen to four. That would be cool. Yankees letter. I mean, I I'd be more inclined to take just like a Yankees team total, or like a Yankees first five team total, which is probably sitting at two and a half. I, I, I'm going to guess like two and a half minus 135. 
minus 125. But if we if we think that they're going to get to Urquidy in this game, I, I think just taking the, the first five team total is the way to do it. All right. Yeah, I I, I don't want to trust Nestor at all. I don't. I have no clue what Nestor is going to do. His uh, his K numbers are down. He's giving up more runs. He's giving up more hits. So. I I don't want to be betting on Nestor to do well. I don't want to be betting on Nestor to do poorly either. I I think Nestor right now. Is, is kind of unhandicappable. Uh, so I think I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the stream. Uh, we have one game underway, uh, and I think that we have another set of games starting in a little over an hour. Uh, so I've got to go get some updated sims done, got to get some bets in, uh, but thank you, as always, to everybody for tuning in. Uh, appreciate it very much. Uh, Hope everyone enjoyed the stream. Hope everyone's uh got some got some bets that they're gonna get in. Gonna win some bread today. Gonna get some rosemary focaccia, as as Dilberto would say. Uh, so there's gonna be no stream tomorrow because it's Monday. Uh, we'll be back on Tuesday. Not sure who's gonna be on on Tuesday, but there'll be somebody. Uh, so be sure to tune in for that same time, same place. Uh, so yeah. Good luck with the bets, everyone. Uh, take it easy, and we'll see you on Tuesday.